You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Profit Podcast. Everything NFL and fantasy football related all year long. With your host. Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Profit Podcast. It's part two of the matchup preview. We've got Miami, New England, Philadelphia, Washington, Chargers, Bengals, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Arizona, San Francisco, Dallas Rams, Pittsburgh Giants, Tennessee, Denver, And that's it. The last eight games of the week, we'll be going over them. If you are watching on YouTube, I have taken your feedback and I have added timestamps for each matchup in the description. Uh, Great, great uh, advice there. I I meant to do that on the first one. I completely forgot. But this one does have the timestamps for your convenience. I understand if you want, you know, to listen about Jordan Howard, you can come listen to that. And you don't have to listen to anything else. If you want to just listen to the segment about Latavius Murray, you can click down there on the link and go listen to that. Anyways, it is Friday night. Uh, this this is the Friday podcast. Should be up you know, very late Friday night. It's almost uh, midnight right now. But, you know, you'll have a whole day and a half to listen to this before you start your lineups fully. Uh for those of you wondering, yes, I do go to college. This isn't the only thing I'm doing. I just don't really have a life apart from this and then the classes that I take. Uh, fun fact about college before we get into this, I was going to one of my in-person help sessions, which uh, I've had once. So basically, this is the first time that I've gone to a specific place on campus for something at a specific time. The building was called the Thomas Hunt Science Building. I plugged it into my little GPS to go walk there from my parking lot, and I typed in the Thomas Hunt, and I something came up on the GPS, and I clicked go directions. I'm like, shoot, that's pretty far away. But I should get there maybe a little late, but I, I'm glad I got here early. That's really far away, though. So I started walking, started walking. I keep walking. I'm going, what on earth? This is so far away. Can't believe they gave me a help session this far away. Then I passed a steakhouse, and I'm like, okay, I'm in the wrong place. Then I passed a bus station, and I'm like, okay, something's wrong. And then I got to like a neighborhood with like downtown, and something was wrong. And I went to the Thomas Hunt house, not the Thomas Hunt building. I walked four miles from the parking lot to downtown completely off campus. Brenda had to pick me up. I walked four hours, guys. And I missed my help session for math. So that was today. Let's get in fancy football. Just thought I'd let you guys know that. It, it, it was more interesting in my head, but now that I say it, it just sounds like, wow, I'm really stupid and <laughs> didn't realize I was going to the wrong place after I walked for four hours. Any Four miles, I mean. <laughs> Anyways, Miami versus the Patriots to start off this podcast. 
Who do I think is going to win? Guys, maybe a shocker, but I think I'm going to go with the Patriots in this one. The Dolphins, look, I know they've improved. I know they have a lot of draft picks coming in, but Tua's not playing. Fitzpatrick, as magical as Fitzmagic can be, I don't think he's going to beat the Patriots week one. Cam Newton, Fitzpatrick. Who are we starting at the quarterback position? I'm not starting either. Newton is a viable starting option in 14-man leagues, two quarterback leagues, but in 12-man league, you have safer options than Cam Newton. He could have a great game, but I'm not confident. I mean, we haven't seen him for a year. Last time we saw him, he wasn't exactly what we want from a starting fantasy football quarterback. Year long, I think he has value, but week one, I'm not starting him. And Fitzpatrick, you know, he's going to blow up. He's going to have a 40-point game here in the next couple of weeks, but you can't predict when. It would be just like him to do it against last year's number one defense, but you're not starting either of these guys week one. Now, at the running back position, we've got Jordan Howard and Matt Breida, James White and Sony Michelle. Those are really the main running backs. Um, Jordan Howard and Matt Breida. It's it's tough. I think Breida can be a flex, not a good flex, but he can be a flex just because of the PPR value as he's going to be lining up as wide receiver some. Jordan Howard, you're going to be banking on a touchdown. I hope you have better options than Jordan Howard at the running back position. If you're playing as as flex, I would recommend pretty much any other flex-worthy wide receiver over him. He doesn't really have a lot of upside, especially against this defense. So I'm not starting either of those guys unless I have to. Now the Patriots side of the ball, James White, Sony Michelle, we starting any of those guys. James White, we're starting him. We're starting James White. You know, he's going to be a good PPR flex play. He always is. So we're starting him. You're not going to have a huge game from him. But you're going to get 14 PPR points, and that's going to be good enough from James White. Sony Michelle, we interested in him this week against a, uh, a, a porous Dolphins defense. Not really. He's coming back from an injury, uh, a foot injury, um, you know, a new quarterback situation. James White is there for receiving work. I expect uh, Rex Burkhead to be in the rotation as well. Not too interested in him this week. Wide receiver position on both these teams. We got Devontae Parker. Are we starting him? Yeah, we're starting Devontae Parker. And you're hoping that, uh, that, Fitzpatrick becomes Fitzmagic. That is the hope for Devontae Parker this week. Will it happen? Um, I don't exactly think so, not against the Patriots' defense, but that's the hope. He should be a solid wide receiver two flex play. Preston Williams against the Patriots. You have better options, not starting him. Julian Edelman. He's a sneaky start. Um, he's he's pretty underhyped this year. Last year, I don't know if you guys realize this, he finished the season as the number seven overall or number eight overall PPR wide receiver, which is very good. He was not drafted to be that. He was not drafted to be that uh, in this year's draft. And I don't think he's going to repeat that, but he could have a pretty good week. He could have a pretty good season as a whole. And as a wide receiver too, I think he's a pretty good play. Wide receiver three or flex, great play. Uh, next guy as receiver, Nikhil Harry. He's the only other guy who's really relevant fantasy-wise. Um, he's listed as questionable. I'd expect him to play. Uh, I'm not starting him in fantasy football. He's questionable. Didn't show us a lot last year. New quarterback. I think Harry has a good season overall. But week one, you have better options. You have safer options with more upside. 
So Edelman, I'd start. Newton, I'd start if I have to. I hope you don't have to. And James White, I'd started in PPR leagues. Apart from that, oh well, Devontae Parker. Apart from that, though, not really anyone. Gasicki, Gasicki, uh, he was listed as the second string tight end. Seems very strange. Seems very strange to me. Um, I think Gasicki can be played as a tight end. Bad matchup, but there should be a lot of volume to go around to different you know, there aren't a lot of receivers on the team, so he may have decent volume. Not super excited about him this week, though, especially given the second string tag and the fact that he's going against the Patriots. But if you have him, he's okay. He's he's an okay play. So let's move on. Oh, who am I taking that game? Patriots. Let's move on to the next matchup. Philadelphia versus the Washington football team. I, I still chuckle when I see the Washington football team's logo, and it just looks like... Someone in a like Microsoft Office where typed a W, made it yellow, and then like imported the the like text document. It just looks it looks weird. I love on Madden. I have the new Madden. And you're scrolling through and you got like Eagles, Giants, football team. <laughs> you know, like in real life there was the Washington football team, and you're like, oh yeah, that's the team that name they chose. When you just see it in Madden and just football team, it, it's very funny to me. I really hope they win the Super Bowl. I would love if the football team won the Super Bowl this year. That would just that would be a, a wish come true, a dream come true, if the football team won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'd love that. Anyways, Eagles, we started Carson Wentz. We're starting Carson Wentz. We're expecting a big game from Carson Wentz. All the people saying, oh, he's injury prone. He doesn't have receivers. Yeah, he doesn't need wide receivers because he's Carson Wentz, and when healthy, he's a beast. Carson Wentz. 4,000 yards. Not a single receiver or 500 yards. But he's got Deshaun Jackson feeling healthy again, apparently. We know what Deshaun Jackson likes to do in week ones of, uh, of seasons. Last year, week one against Washington, he had 36 fantasy points. He then had zero for the rest of the season, but we know what he can do when healthy. Last year, 2018, week one, 32 fantasy points. All right, you seeing a trend? You seeing a trend here? Week six, uh, year 16, 2016, week one, 17 points. Statistically speaking, you got a, uh, he had the down year in 2017, week one. So you've got a three, uh, a 75% chance of him having a great game. Okay, we're starting Deshaun Jackson. We're starting Deshaun Jackson. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're starting him as a flex play. And a pure upside play. And he's what you want in a flex this week. If if you don't have like a really solid guy, if you're deciding between two options, like let's say you're def- deciding between uh, 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 Jordan Howard or Deshaun Jackson at flex, or even Matt Breida or Deshaun Jackson, I'm going Deshaun Jackson because he has that upside. Like I said, three of the past four years, He's had huge week ones. Past two years, he's scored over 30 points in this exact same matchup. History says he's going to have a great game. He's got Carson Wentz back. Carson Wentz is pretty healthy. I think he has a good game. Now, Ertz and Godair, I'm also starting if I have them. I think Godair is a serviceable tight end, and Ertz is going to be great. That's kind of that's what I feel about those two guys. Ertz is going to be really good. Godair will be pretty good. So I'm starting both of them. Other side of the ball, uh, 
Dwayne Haskins not starting. Look, I think he's underhyped. I think he has a better season than people are expecting. But in this matchup, I'm not starting him week one. We didn't see enough from him in, you know, 2019. The fact that he had to be named starter just like a week ago is a little bit worrisome. So I'm not starting him. I don't think anyone's starting him. Uh, Antonio Gibson, are we starting? Guys, I loved Antonio Gibson. He's going to have some volume. I know that they're saying they're going to use a rotation. He will have touches. I think he'll do pretty well. But I'm not confident in Antonio Gibson this week. I'm confident in him whole season. I think he'll be good whole season. But week one, I would look for a better option. Now, sadly, if you drafted recently, he's probably your running back two or three. And you don't probably have a better choice. If you drafted a, like a month ago and he's on your benches, your RB4 or something, then by all means, sit him. Play the guy who has the assured volume. But if you have to start him, it's not the end of the world. I just don't think he breaks out yet. I think it's going to take a little time for Gibson. I hope he proves me wrong because I love him as a player, love him as a talent, have him in a couple leagues, but I'm not expecting the instantaneous breakout like we saw from Clyde edwards Hilaire last night. Uh, Terry McLaurin, really only the wide receiver on the uh, on the Redskins. We got the I Heart Terry sticker uh, right right back there. Hard to see, but we got the I Heart Terry sticker. We starting him this week as a flex. Yes, as a wide receiver too. I don't like him this week. No, I don't think he has the massive game. I think he has a pretty solid game. You know, twelve points. Nine points, something like that. But I don't think he rips off a huge play with uh, Darius Slay guarding him and Dwayne Haskins. Very, very much a big question mark. So I think as a wide receiver three or flex, he's a good plug and play this week. Uh, as a wide receiver two, I don't love him this week. I hope he proves me wrong because I have him in several leagues. But I'm not expecting a massive performance from him, sadly. All right. Who do I have winning that one? I think Eagles are going to win, but it's going to be closer than people expect. Next matchup, Chargers versus the Cincinnati Bengals. We got Tyrod Taylor facing Joe Burrow. Um, Am I starting either of those guys? Joe Burrow, interesting. Uh, I can't recommend starting him, and I would not personally start him, but I don't think it's a horrible choice if you do start him. He has enough weapons. With Derwin James out, the matchup isn't horrible. I think there's a chance he puts up a pretty good game. I'm not confident. I don't like playing rookies week one in fantasy football. At the quarterback position, at least, I don't like doing that. I'm not recommending doing that. But if you're in a deeper league, 14-man, 16-man, I think he will be serviceable this week. Tyrod Taylor on the other side of the ball. Very, very interesting No one cares about Tyrod Taylor, and I think it is a shame. Tyrod Taylor, when starting, is a pretty good fantasy quarterback. A pretty good fantasy quarterback. In 2016, he was the number nine overall guy. I think he he could be a sneaky value, especially against the Bengals' defense. He can run the ball. He has several weapons. Austin Eckler. Hunter Henry's healthy. He's got Keenan Allen. I think he can be a sneaky start this week. Top 16 guy. If you're in a deeper league, two-quarterback league, great play. 
great play. Or if you're quarterback one, you're just not confident in for some reason, I think Tyrod Taylor is a good plug and play. Running back position, Austin Eckler, we are starting. We are confident. We're happy starting him as our RB1. Joe Mixon, same exact thing. We're starting him. We're confident. We're happy with it. Not much to say there. Um, Wide receiver position, Keenan Allen, we're starting. Tyler Boyd, we're starting. A.J. Green, all right. If you drafted A.J. Green and you're not starting him week one when he's actually healthy, what are you starting him for? I I know they say he's going to... He's going to be eased into the role. He declared 100% health. I think he's going to get injured again. But week one, he's healthy. You got to play him if you have him as a flex or something, you know. Um, now, John Ross, staying away from Auden Tate. Keep an eye on, but don't start him. Probably not owned in many leagues, but keep an eye on. He's like the type of guy who becomes a waiver wire week four. Um, but yeah, Tyler Boyd starting, Keenan Allen starting, and A.J. Green is startable if you've got him. Wide receiver position, we are all in on Hunter Henry. Great wide receiver. Um, or tight end, I'm sorry. Great tight end. I know that. I just I just misread it. Great tight end in Hunter Henry. He's back healthy. Uh, Tyrod Taylor needs weapons with Williams injured. I think he has a good week. I think he has a pretty good week. So that's who I'm starting that game. Who do I think is going to win? I think Chargers beat out the Bengals. I think Burrow has like a pretty good game, but just not quite good enough. I think Tyrod Taylor proves that he's still got a little bit of left. Still still a good quarterback. Maybe he shouldn't have been benched for the past four years. <laughs> All right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Saints. Man, this is a good game, man. I can't wait to watch this. Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. Two of the best quarterbacks. Alvin Kamara versus Ronald Jones. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Chris Godwin and Michael Thomas dueling off. Mike Evans, probably not going to play. Very disappointing. Very disappointing as a viewer of this game. Mike Evans, we hope he can stay healthy. I talked to Fancy Docs. We're going to get into the injury report at the end of this podcast. It's up on YouTube if you want to watch it separately. But we're going to get into that. We're going to get into Mike Evans. He's doubtful. Probably not going to play. And long-term, season-wise, not looking great. But we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, Rob Gronkowski, are we starting? No, not starting Rob Gronkowski. Godwin, we are definitely starting. Um, Tom Brady, we are definitely starting. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take some hate. I'm going to take a little bit of hate with this. I think Brady gets off to a bad start. I think Brady's a good fantasy quarterback this whole season. But in this matchup, I think it's going to be like way over-anticipated. People are expecting this offensive shootout, and I think Brady comes out and doesn't look that good. It happens. Brady, Brady often comes out and looks bad week one. It's happened many times in the past. Uh, yeah, week t- 28. He had a good week one last year. 2018, though, 21 fantasy points, not great. 2017, 10 points in that opener. 2016. You know, it, it's it's often that Brady comes out week one and doesn't look that good in the past couple of years. I think it happens again, especially in this matchup. I think Breeze gets the better of him, and I think he rebounds. But this week, I am not high on Brady. Ronald Jones, are we starting him? <laughs> no. Nope. Not starting Ronald Jones. If you have Leonard Fournette, start him as your flex. I don't love him as a running back too, but I think he will perform top 20 with big upside if he gets a touchdown or two. 
And if you have him, put him in your flex. I think he's going to have a good week. Other side of the ball, Drew Brees, we are all in on. Dude is a beast. He was one of the best fantasy quarterbacks when he was healthy last year. I think he continues. He's got Michael Thomas. Obviously, you're starting him. Alvin Kamara, start him. No news on any injury reports or contracts, but no news is good news, I guess, so we're starting him, obviously. And then tight end position, we are starting Jared Cook. Jared Cook is good. Jared Cook is a very good tight end. Rob Gronkowski, I'm not starting, though. I'm not starting a tight end in uh, in in Tampa Bay this week. Um, Gronkowski, it's been a year since we saw him. When we did see him, he wasn't that good. So I'm not starting him. And I think the Saints win this one. Next matchup. This is the one I'm super excited about, even more than that one. This is uh, Cardinals versus 49ers. I'm officially a Cardinals fan, guys, although I'm a complete, completely unbiased. We got Kyler Murray versus Jimmy Garoppolo. Murray, you're starting him. Lucky you took him in fourth, fifth round, maybe sixth. You're starting him. You don't spend that early of a draft pick on a quarterback and then bench him. So you're starting Murray. Be confident in him. He'll have a good game. Big ceiling with the rushing ability. Jimmy Garoppolo, a little more iffy um, with Debo Samuel probably out. I mean, his number one receiver is Kendrick Bourne. And yeah, he's got Kittle, He's got Mostert and Coleman, but I'm not starting him this week. I, I can't, I don't have the guts to put him in my lineup week one, especially when there's so many better options. Kenyon Drake, we're obviously starting. If you have Kenyon Drake, you're starting him. Raheem Mostert, is he startable? Yes. Um, not super excited. I think the Cardinals defense is going to be much improved, and he's in that share with Tevin Coleman. Um, he may sit out. That's the newest report. Uh, it's it's iffy if he's going to play. Um if he does play, I'm sitting Raheem Mostert. No, if Coleman plays, I'm sitting Raheem Mostert. And if Coleman doesn't play, I will start Raheem Mostert, although I won't be particularly excited about it. Jarek McKinnon is there. He's supposedly healthy. We haven't seen him in like two years. I'm not too worried about him. I'm not starting him. I'm not owning him. So that's that's where I feel about the running backs in that position. Wide receivers. DeAndre Hopkins. Start. Christian Kirk, pretty good start as wide receiver three, flex. Larry Fitzgerald, not hyped about this week. Andy Isabella, you're not starting, but watch him. Watch Andy Isabella. Keep an eye on him. Go to go to your app, look up Andy Isabella, hit add to watch list. Same with Auden Tate. Hit, hit watch list with those two guys. They're one big play away, one injury away from being fantasy league winners. So keep an eye on those guys. Tight end position, we're obviously starting George Kittle. Who do I think wins this one? I think the Cardinals win. I think if Debo were playing and healthy, I think the 49ers would win. But with, with, uh, with Debo out, there aren't really any weapons for Garoppolo besides Kittle. So I think Cardinals take this one. I think Kyler Murray comes out and they prove that they truly are this year's you know, underdog team that takes it all the way. Cowboys, Rams, next matchup. Oh, we're almost done. Oh, no. Okay, Cowboys, Rams. Are we uh, starting Dak? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're starting Dak. He was my uh, my sleeper fit pick for MVP this year. I think he comes out and lights it on fire. Starting Dak Prescott. Boom player of the week, Dak Prescott. Jared Goff 
is also another quarterback that I really like fantasy-wise this week. I think Jared Goff and Dak Prescott both have excellent weeks. And in any league where I have either of them, I I am starting them with full confidence. I think this Sunday night game with Rams and Cowboys is kind of going to be an offensive uh, shootout. I think this is going to be the game. You know how they always want there to be a week one game that's, you know, the highlight reel, fast pace, scoring, back and forth. I think this is the game, the Cowboys-Rams game. Ezekiel Elliott, we are starting. He's going to get touchdown 100 yards at least. Cam Akers and Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson. I don't want to start any of them, and I'm not starting either of them, and I'm not going to recommend starting any of them. Keep an eye on all of them. They say they want to go with a three-man committee, which is horrifying and disgusting, but I think they will actually do that, especially week one. Now, wide receivers. Amari Cooper, he's been banged up, but he's looking to play a hamstring injury, but he will be facing Jalen Ramsey, Michael Gallup, and Lamb. I think Cooper, you got to start if you have him, but I'm not expecting a good performance. With a hamstring injury, I know he's playing, but he may be a little bit limited, even if he's on the field. It may affect his performance, and Jalen Ramsey being there, one of the best lockdown corners in the league. Now, Michael Gallup is, I think, going to have a huge game. I think Michael Gallup is going to explode. Two touchdowns. I think he's going to have one of those massive week one performances. And you're going to want to sell him high after that because Cooper won't always be facing Jalen Ramsey with a hamstring injury. But Michael Gallup, set him in your lineup this week. And C.D. Lamb, I think he has a modest showing. You know, 80 yards. Nothing special. But a very promising performance. So I'm not starting him, but keep an eye on him if you have him. And Blake Jarwin is going to have a touchdown at least. I think he should have a very good game starting him if we've got him. On the other side of the ball, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup both starts. Robert Woods will have a massive performance this week. He's going to be like, what, what's my, he's, he's the guy I've chosen as like one of my boom wide receivers, both Gallup and Robert Woods on both sides of this. I think both of them have like, a touchdown, 100 yards, and then one of them's going to get two touchdowns. I think I think they're both going to explode this week. Tyler Higby, we're starting if we have him. Um, he had a strong finish last year. I think he's going to have a strong start to this year. I think he's going to, you know, I, I'm not expecting like 25 points from him, but at the tight end position, if you've got a guy who's like a clear-cut starter, you're going to start them. So that's where I think about that. And who's going to win this? Ooh, who's going to win? Cowboys are going to just barely win. But people who are doubting the Rams are going to be on alert because they're going to see both these teams are offensive powerhouses. And the Jared Goff haters, they're going to feel pretty foolish after that game. All right, moving on to Pittsburgh, New York Giants. We got Ben Roethlisberger and Daniel Jones showing up. Uh, ugh, gross. Um, Ben Roethlisberger, good matchup. Can you start him with any confidence? I can't. I can't start him with any confidence. It's been a year since he's played a game of football. No preseason. No normal training camp. It's been a year since he has played a game of football. The injury he had was a very serious injury. No, I am not starting Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, even that game with against the Patriots last year, he had nine points. That wasn't good. Wasn't good at all. 
So no, I'm not starting Ben Roethlisberger and I'm not starting Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, man, I, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. You know, he, he has the worries with the fumbles. That's my main concern about him. He starts off the season against Pittsburgh, then Chicago, and then San Francisco. He's going to get killed. He's going he's gonna to have a horrible start to the season. So Daniel Jones, I'm sitting too. James Conner and Benny Snell. Very interesting. James Conner, I'm starting. James Conner, the, the reason I don't like James Conner in fantasy is because I worry about his health. He is healthy right now, so you're going to start him when he's healthy. That's just kind of the rule with James Conner. Benny Snell, he's another for you to keep your eye on. Don't, don't start him. Don't own him. But go on your app, type in Benny Snell, and hit add to watch list. And keep an eye on James Conner's health, James Conner's efficiency, and watch Benny Snell. Wide receiver position for uh, the Steelers, Juju. Low-end wide receiver, too, this week. Uh, um, he has a good matchup. It just, I can't recommend him strongly just because the question marks I have with Ben Roethlisberger. I think there's a good chance he has a good game. But I can't recommend him as a wide receiver one because of Ben Roethlisberger. Just, we were so uncertain. But if you have him, I think you should start him. Just temper your expectations. Deontay Johnson, I, I'm not really confident starting. Same with James Washington. I'm not looking to start them. You can start Washington as a flex option, I guess, but I think they're better options. That's how I feel about him. On the Giants side of the ball, we got Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton at the wide receiver position. I'm not really starting any Giants wide receivers right now in this matchup. Uh, Saquon Barkley, I am definitely starting. He's really the only running back that I'd be looking, or only player on the Giants that I would actually be starting. Evan Ingram, you're starting if you have him, of course. He's finally healthy, should have a good game. But apart from Barkley and Ingram, I'm not too excited about the Giants this week. Barkley, it's interesting. Pittsburgh, Chicago, San Francisco. He's going to be a really, really good buy low, is my hope. I'm hoping he lays a dud against Pittsburgh, has a bad game against Chicago, and a bad game against San Francisco. That's my hope. Three bad games to start. Then he's got Rams, Dallas, Washington, Philadelphia, Tampa Bay, Washington, Philly, Cincinnati, Seattle, Arizona, Cleveland. Schedule gets a lot easier. So uh, that's my hope for Saquon as someone who doesn't own Saquon. (laughs) Who do I think is going to win that? I think Steelers win, but I think it's a gross, ugly game. Tennessee Titans versus the Denver Broncos, the last matchup before we get into the injury report with Dr. Nathan Netwa, Dr. Nathan Natwa, so sorry, from Fantasy Docs. Titans versus Broncos. Ryan Tannehill versus Drew Locke. Um, Tannehill, I think, is a solid start this week. Drew Locke, I'm not starting yet, um, especially with Sutton out. I'm not starting him anymore. I think he was a viable two-quarterback, deep-league option. With Sutton out, I'm not starting him. Tannehill, though, you're starting. Derrick Henry, you're definitely starting. A.J. Brown, I think, is going to have a very good week one. He's going to kind of pick up right where he left off with uh, Ryan Tannehill. And Jonu Smith, Jonu Smith. Uh, I think he's a very solid tight end play this week. I know the tight end position is usually ugly, but I think Jonu Smith is going to have a pretty good week one. Look, who are the weapons for Tannehill? After A.J. Brown, it's Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, and Raymond. No, it's Jonu Smith. Goes Derrick Henry as the running back one, A.J. Brown is the wide receiver two, and then Jonu Smith. He's the third weapon. 
They're repping on that team. Melvin Gordon on the other side of the ball, I think he's a viable option to start, and so is Philip Lindsay. You will be frustrated, okay? Just telling you right now, if you have one of them, you're probably going to be frustrated. The um, difference is going to be who scores the touchdown. I don't know who it's going to be. My bet would be Melvin Gordon. I like Gordon a little bit more. But uh, you're going to be frustrated, but they're good enough to start as low-end RB2s and just hope hope for the touchdown. A wide receiver position, Sutton, he did not practice. I don't think he's going to play. We're going to talk about him with Fantasy Docs very soon. Um, it gives Jerry Judy a massive boost. I still am not probably starting Jerry Judy unless I have to, unless I had Sutton and now he's my backup and I have to. Still worried about, you know, Drew Locke, a bit massive question mark, Jerry Judy in his first ever game. Uh, the guy I think he gives the biggest boost to is Noah Fant and then the running backs as a whole. That's why I think you can start both Lindsey and Gordon. But Noah Fant gets a massive boost this week, probably a top seven tight end this week um, or higher. He will have a very good game. Who do I think is going to win that one? I think Titans pick up where they left off last season and beat out the Broncos. I think Dan Hill is a solid performance. Derrick Henry, I think, has a worse performance than people expect. And then I think A.J. Brown has a massive performance. Now, interesting, yeah, Derrick Henry, I said you're starting him, and I also said I think he has a worse performance. Yeah, I think he does have a pretty bad week, but you have to start him if you have him, Okay. That's just yeah. I I can't I can't tell you guys to bench your RB ones, even if I don't think they're going to do well. So right before we get into the segment with fantasy docs for the injury report, I want to give a quick word about my sponsor for this podcast, the Scruffy. If you haven't heard what the Scruffy is, it is a neck shaving device. It's it's a rubber rubber uh thing with five different razors on it. Sounds scary, I know, but you place it on the back of your neck. One, two slides. Your neckline is perfectly trimmed. It is perfect for in-between haircuts. Look look at my hair. If you're on the videos, look at my hair. It's a complete disaster. I haven't gotten a haircut in like six months. But the back of my neck is perfect. And it's because of the Scruffy. Scruffy is a revolutionary men's grooming device. Give it a try. Go to scruffy.com. Or Amazon, you can buy it. You can use the promo code the profit for 25% off your order. You can get it for as cheap as 15 bucks. Go check it out today. Now, enjoy the segment for the injury report with Dr. Nithin Natwa, aka Fantasy Docs. I thank you for coming on the show to talk about some injuries and do the injury report. Even though we've had, you know, only one game so far, we're already seeing a lot of injuries kind of popping up in different practices. So one of the bigger names is Mike Evans and it's pretty new, uh, recent injuries. So can you kind of break down the situation there with Mike Evans? Yeah. So we actually have even more breaking news a couple of minutes ago. News just broke. Mike Evans is back out on the field, catching passes, which is great news. I am still very concerned though. He had that hamstring injury at the end of last season, which knocked him out for multiple games. And now he had one before the season even starts and they haven't had any kind of live gameplay, no preseason. I'm just very doubtful that he's going to be at full force in this first game back with history of hamstring strains. We just had Brandon cooks yesterday who was playing with a quadriceps strain, but he didn't really play too much. And that's 
my concern with what's going to happen with, uh, with Mike Evans is that they're going to get him out there, but he's going to be super limited and he's going to put up kind of a, a lower point score than most expect who are starting him. He's going to kind of trap you, you know, they'll have him listed as active. So you have to start Mike Evans and then he comes out and doesn't really do anything like at Brandon cooks last night. Yeah. Just a decoy pretty much. Now for the long-term season, are you worried about it? Because it seems, as you said, it's happened at the end of last season and now the beginning, I mean, we haven't played any games. Are you worried that it's going to be kind of a continuous lingering injury? I am. And only because he has history of them as well too. He even had one a couple years before as well too. So this would be the third one. And it's something that's going to be in the back of my mind. I would definitely trade him. Not now because everyone's just going to be trying to get a fire sale discount on him. But if he strings together a couple of monster games, which I expect he will be, I would try and offload him at that time for an equivalent wide receiver or, you know, if you're lacking in running backs and you don't want someone to think, Hey, why is this guy trying to get rid of his wide receiver for my wide receiver? Then maybe try and trade him for a high level running back. Yeah, that's, that's good advice. Yeah. I try, I have him in a league and I've been trying to trade him, but people are pretty cautious with yeah. those when, whenever they see, I mean, we haven't had a game and he's already questionable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the next one, another recent injury with some more recent news, Cortland Sutton, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, the first injury report came out. And uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? Any uh, major fantasy implications? So long-term wise, I'm not too concerned. AC joint sprains heal back very well. Short-term wise, I am very concerned that he'll miss this game. And even if he does suit up, I'm concerned that he is on a limited stamp count or even that he aggravates it and gets knocked out for even longer. That happened to a couple of players last year, most notably Dalvin Cook. And then Josh Jacobs ended up needing surgery when he was playing through his AC joint sprain as well, too, which ended up turning into a fracture or always was a fracture. We're not really clear on that. But uh, there's definitely a risk of playing through an active AC joint sprain. They are very painful as well, too. I've had one. And if you land on it while it's, while it's still recovering, I mean, that, that burns. So, uh, I'm sure that they'll take appropriate precautions. I put a post up on them. I think that they'll hold them out this week. If it was earlier in the week, hypothetically, they could have monitored him and maybe even given him a shot and started him this Sunday, which they may still decide to do. But this close, I would be very wary of firing him up. So yeah, even if he is active, there's a good chance he re-aggravates it in the game. That's yeah. good to bring up. And are you more interested now? Well, obviously more, but are you interested in starting Jerry Judy as a flyer? Or do you think it's just yeah. going to be more run-oriented with Gordon and Lindsay? I mean, he's got to throw somewhere. And obviously, Fank gets, uh, Fank gets a really big upgrade. But Judy, I think, also gets an upgrade because I don't know who else there is to throw with regularity in that offense. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's and Judy's talented for Judy. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of best case scenario for Sutton owners is that they sit Sutton. So he doesn't have it turn into a long-term thing and hopefully they have Judy or someone on the bench. That's yeah. kind of best case scenario this week. All right. The next injury, that's another very recent one. Kenny Galladay. This one yeah. was a little shocking and really scary <laughs> when that injury yeah. report came in. No, Galladay, yeah, I definitely have high hopes for Galladay this season. I'm a, I'm a Lions fan as well, too. So, I mean, we got to have something to look forward to. <laughs> Hopefully, Galladay doing well. I'm not as concerned about it. And it's not because I'm a Lions fan. I'm unbiased with hamstring injuries. But it seemed, just the general demeanor of the way they talked about it, 
it did strike like they did say it was just a precaution. And then also with evidence is his injury history. Galladay isn't a guy who really gets injured too much and doesn't have mm-hmm. a huge history of soft tissue injuries. So I could see them just being cautious and just saying, you know, we've had, we've had a good enough practice and we're just going to hold them until game day now and just go from there. So if I had, uh, if I had to bet on something, I would say that Galladay would be uh, outperforming Evans this weekend, even if they both, both do start up. And I would, guess that Galladay would start up. So So you think he will start and are you starting him if you have him in a league? And let's say you have him and Cortland Sutton. They're both listed as active and you can choose between one. Are you more worried about Sutton getting injured in the game? Yeah, I would be more injured about Sutton. Okay. Just because if he had an MRI, that means that the pain was pretty significant. I know it's really cheap for them to get MRIs just because they have their own facilities and everything like that, but it's still uh, it's still something that tells to the degree of pain that Sun was feeling. Now, do you think this could uh, be kind of setting us up for another TJ Hawkinson week one breakout? Yeah, possibly. Uh, I'm a little bit cons- wary about Hawkinson because he was talking about how his ankle still wasn't feeling up to form. So I'm just like, man, if your angle's still not feeling right and it's been almost a year now, it's a little <laughs> bit concerning. Uh, so I actually didn't pick up any shares of Hawkinson, but okay. I could definitely be wrong in that. You know, they could just be playing it close to the vest and they want to they want to kind of hide the fact that he's doing real well. But I didn't grab we, any shares of him. We could honestly do a whole injury podcast just with the Lions and they haven't played a game because, yeah. I mean, we've got Carrion Johnson, so it was a question mark. And DeAndre Swift, who knows what's going on with him? <laughs> Yeah, they didn't say anything about his injury. I mean, I think they said it was a hamstring, but since they said that one comment, they haven't released any more information on him. All they did was bring in Adrian Peterson, which doesn't exactly bode well for yeah. anything. I'm but hope- that's just hopefully, a signing, but yeah. we'll see. But hopefully you're not in a situation where you have to play DeAndre Swift. Yeah, or AP. Hopefully you have some better running backs. <laughs> hopefully you don't have to play any Lions guys except for Galladay. Yeah. So the, the last one, I think, is Debo Samuel. Uh, we all know he got hurt very early on in the off season. There have been varying reports. Some say maybe a couple of weeks before he returns. I've seen a report saying he may play week one and be limited. What are your thoughts on this? And what do you think is kind of the best case scenario long-term for Debo owners? So long-term wise, I mean, you, you probably got him for pretty cheap. So it's not like you broke the bank on Debo. I think the news about the Jones fracture got pretty widespread and people kind of shied away from him. So I, I have no problem kind of stashing him on your roster if you don't have any other sleepers that you feel like targeting. I wouldn't be starting him this first week, though, first week back, even even if he comes back this week. As of right now, he hasn't even practiced, despite them continuously talking about him possibly playing week one. I mean, if you're going to play a guy, a wide receiver that had surgery and hasn't practiced yet week one, like I'm questioning your judgment. But long-term wise, if he's not showing any signs of any issues, say four weeks down the road, five weeks down the road, and he's played in a couple of games, then yeah, my, my concerns about him would be greatly alleviated. It's not something that, you know, the risk stays the same throughout the entire season. The further he gets away from that injury and the more that he's playing without aggravation, the lower the risk is. It's not like arthritis. So all right. And then, so that's, that's good information for him. Yeah. Good. You didn't break the bank on him. He could be kind of one of those back half of the year kind of league winners like he was last year, almost kind of yeah. goes on the radar. And then I wanted to quickly ask just a, a kind of, 
are you starting? Are you sitting a couple different players who aren't exactly injured, but there have been some reports? Uh, so AJ Green, for example, he's starting this week. Or are you sitting? So I'm actually, so I was, I'm super down on AJ Green. I just think, I think he's going to get injured at some point and yeah. it's going to be aggravating him throughout the season. But while he's healthy, yeah, fire him up. He's a super talented wide receiver. He's got a, seems like he's got a pretty talented rookie QB and I'm mm-hmm. sure he's looking to show out. So every game that he is not injured beforehand and not returning from injury, I'm okay with uh, firing up AJ Green. Kind of, if you drafted AJ Green and you're not going to start him week one, what was the point? And then yeah. uh, Marquis Hollywood Brown, I know there have been some concerns that you voiced on your uh, page about his injury. Are you starting him this week or sitting him? Yeah, that's another guy that I guess he might be, if you're in a 14 league, leaguer, he might be your wide receiver too. Uh, if you're in a 12 teamer, I'll guess he's your flex. If um, you're trying to start him as your wide receiver two and your 12 teamer or your wide receiver one and a 14 teamer, I wouldn't do that. Um, but yeah, I'm okay with him backing up. But again, with the similar reasoning to AJ Green, that I think that there's a risk that he does get knocked out with the injury this season. But while he's healthy, he's a great talent. And if you have him on your roster, play him. I just didn't target him for the concerns that I think he's going to get injured at some point. Kind of a little bit like how I was with David Johnson. Well, he's healthy, he's gonna be good, but just be yeah. cautious. It's 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 kind of a ticking time bomb. Yeah, and I'm I'm extremely happy with David Johnson. I managed to pick him up as my flex running back in uh in a twelve teamer. So I'm great playing him there. And you know, if he goes down, he goes down and I'll I'll just find someone else to put there. But for right now as my third running back, he's doing wonders. Yeah, a great <laughs> pick, yeah. The problem I always had with David Johnson wasn't the uh player, but just where he was going in some drafts. Because I'd yeah. seen him, I, I, the, there, there, there are some fantasy football Instagram pages that were saying he's a top ten draft pick, and yeah. <laughs> that's what I couldn't support. I think I got him in the fifth round or something, so I was, I was all right with that. Yeah, that's that's a great pick. All right, well, that's really the last of the major injuries that we can cover. Thank you so much for your time and uh, sitting down and covering these. Any uh, closing remarks you'd like to make or uh, shout out your page? Um, yeah, my page is fantasy docs. I think we have a lot of similar followers, but yeah. <laughs> if you aren't following, uh, if you aren't following me, then give me a follow. I'll probably put this up on my page too. So if you aren't following the profit, then definitely give him a follow. He's, he gives super in-depth analysis. You know, he responds super fast and he grinds hard. So. All right. Thank you. And I, I will see you in the future when more yeah, people get injured. Care, <laughs> have a great day. All right, that's going to wrap up the podcast for this week. Once again, thank you so much to Dr. Nithin Natwa from Fantasy Docs for coming in to talk about the injuries for this week. A great insight. Uh, That will be a weekly segment every Friday or Thursday, depending on what the injury uh, landscape is looking like. We will get into an injury report with Fantasy Docs. The quality should be a little bit better. I had We had some technical issues as early as this morning was recorded. But thank you once again for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, please hit that follow button. Please subscribe on YouTube wherever you're listening to this. And as always, drop a five-star review, and I will love you forever. Have a great day, guys. I hope your week one matchups go gloriously. <laughs>